take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome back to the show where we bring you everything from Broken Frank to mm. Angry Sammy and me, Mikey mm. B. I like mm. that. That was, that, was, that was smooth. You took care of all the introductions. Mm-hmm. Boom, knocked it out. And we're going to talk about metal and stuff. Yes. Hardcore, power violence, HM2s. Look how look how expedient you're being. Mike. Yeah, you know. It's late. Yeah. <laughs> we might have had, you know, technical difficulties. We always have technical difficulties because Tom's OnlyFans has taken all his attention from us. Look, uses all of it. Money. He needs his ebooks. What we need is for people to go to fucking patreon.com slash from the pit and give us fucking money so we can fix all these problems. <laughs> that nice. would be nice. Thank you. Well, well, getting into it. And so Tom can buy a copy of Milk at Her Uncle's Farm, Volume 3. <laughs> Milk on their uncle's farm. We have to complete the collection. I know, brother. I'm a completionist. What can I say? Nothing like dairy erotica. <laughs> God damn it. What do we got? <laughs> we got some stuff. All right, Tom, we're going to start off with Plague Years. Go for it. so tough (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it was the combination of the uh the toughness added to the thrash and just the overall really nice crunchy sounding music that i was like shit so like i said when it started off i was just like all right we can we're just gonna be real tough right now and then once it got to that one point where i motioned for the pit i was like oh we're going to thrash territory now (laughs) thrash town baby (laughs) yeah this is 
What do you we're, say? We're, cro- we're, we're crossing over. We're crossing over into crossover territory, fellas. It's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. <laughs> Route 60 crossover <laughs> That's that. That that should be a that should be like the crossover show, like <laughs> crossing over with crossover with Billy Milano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't know who Billy Milano is, just it's okay. I, some people just don't know anything. Just look him up. Hmm. All right. Well, that was Plague Gears off of Circle of Darkness, and that was the track Paradox of Death that mm. was released September of last year, and they're from Michigan. Mm. I wish I heard That's this cool. earlier last year. Yeah, you know, there's gonna be no. A big... I feel, dude. I feel the same way about my bring in today. Like if if I had heard my bring in like at least a week or so ago, like before we did the top ten, it probably would have made mine. Yeah, I mean, same with this next one coming up. Uh, Blood Menace <laughs> off of the Threat EP. We're gonna listen to a bit of Antagonist. some audio terrorism every now and again (laughs) it's like a malady that just comes over you for 10 minutes uh this is it's starting to become unsurprisingly out of pittsburgh um they're writing some absolutely just mean nasty hardcore ish music Mm -hmm. because that wasn't that's hard to pin down i'm gonna just say it i don't really know what to call that but um that was again that's blood menace you can get on over to bloodmenace.bandcap.com to check that out. That was re- released December of last year. And like I said, Pittsburgh. Um, I don't remember if I did uh, plaguegears.bandcamp.com. Go get over and check that out. And I do have one more. This next one is going to be Hollow Prophet 
off of Hellhole, and we're going to listen to a track. Tom? Makes me too happy. Deathcore really is our modern storytellers. <laughs> I I I don't want that to be the case. <laughs> it's funny. I haven't like. I feel like you rarely hear uh, the machine gun chugs anymore. There was a point in time where that is all you heard all the time, and I was like, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!" But now that I haven't heard it for a while, it's like, you know what? That's tasteful. Yeah, I like that. It's kind of nice when it's every now and again. It's okay. It is. It is. Now, I mean, and you know, this falls into that category, sort of like um, Infinite Annihilator, where it's deathcore and slammy and ignorant and and dumb, but like it's varied, well written, well recorded, and fucking smacks. It's got a, re- a lot of really like thug break th- breakdowns where I'm just mm. like. Yeah, this is what I would listen to in like a Lambo or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just, um, I'm just picturing you in like the highest end white Lambo <laughs> in like the nice, like the nicest like white suit I can imagine. Hell yeah, but I got pit with, like, vipers and like, this blast. And- <laughs> yeah, with, with you, with you in like the sickest Gucci shades. 
like cruising down, de- cruising down like a Miami street or something with this just bumping, just just leaking, annihilating all over I mean, the street, all over the people. I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. It's a, it's, it's a vision. It's a real vision, all right. And I, I wish I could. I wish I was a better artist because I'd paint it. Oof. I want a painting of you painting it in the nude. You know what? I'll I'll send you I'll send you the original and I'll send Frank a print. Oh, dick print. All right, get on over to. I, Hal- could, I could just like slap my dick on it, <laughs> on a letter, and send it. That'd be a, a cheap print. Wouldn't that Wouldn't that be like Wouldn't that be like a great artist signature? Like instead of like writing, like painting your name down the body, just. <laughs> if if no, no, you gotta do yeah. the full on wax thing. What's his stamp cost? You could just slap your dick in the letter and send the letter with. Dude, that's, that's a real that's cheap. Just what prank. I want. That's just that's what, what I want to do. I, that's what I'm gonna do as an artist. I'm just gonna like dip my dick in paint, just like slap it onto the canvas when I'm done. It's we like, gotta start you go. sending it mysteriously. <laughs> Create like this cult mystique. All right. Yeah, it wouldn't be the, the greatness of it wouldn't be realized till he's dead. We can't talk about male terrorism yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that make wouldn't that make a great conversation piece? I was like, what what what's this strange mark down at the bottom of the painting? A pube. Funny story. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. So. Uh, where are you getting that? You can get on over to uh, holoprofit.bandcamp.com to check that out. That was released November 2017, and they are from Texas. All right. Well, Donnie has already graced us with a uh, with a bringing at the Very beginning nice. of the year. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, why don't you play that? Yeah, that was uh that was the song Crush Gasm <laughs> from uh Werewolves on their upcoming album. I think that's what? the only lyric I picked out. <laughs> <laughs> what 
from the up, their upcoming album, What a Time to Be Alive. That's coming out at the uh, 29th of this month. Nice. Right? Yeah, that was a... That was just some tasty death metal. I, I enjoyed that very much. Uh, especially once I... When it got to that... Uh, the bit where, like... It got to, like, the more, like, breakdown-y bit and whatnot. Yeah, I was... I was yeah. like, that was... I was okay with everything happening up before that. The vocals and that, were kind of doing it for me, too. Yeah. And then that was just like, oh, we getting some treats as well. <laughs> Hell yeah. Very nice, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Now onto my pick. Your pick. Yeah, that's right. Tom, play this. <laughs> crusty d beat every day yeah all day it's a uh, it's pretty cool so it's a well that was plague wielder that was the track suffering from self-inflicted wounds off of the, the album of the same name um so i believe it's the first three tracks on this are like originals by them <laughs> you've got a gg allen cover <laughs> and i believe as the, well as well they should mm-hmm. yeah and i believe the last track is also a cover i think lead belly or something like that um so, that track was definitely more into the, like, going to the crusty D beat side of it. The other two tracks definitely do more of a, like, 90s black metal uh, twist to them, which that's still present in that, in the, in its tone and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it, it's definitely good to see so many bands go after that, that, like, 90s black metal sound, but they just do the same thing. And they don't bring anything new to it. And they yeah. just they just make they somehow make the recording worse. <laughs> well what I think you're what I think you're getting at is like everyone is trying to emulate like the the nineties Norwegian black metal sound. Yes. 
Yeah. When when everyone when everyone really should be trying to copy like the Swedish, French, and Dutch black metal sounds. Like that would be good. But, I would say this yeah. still. I was saying I was, what I was getting at is this is this is emulating the like the good aspects of it while still mixing in something new to it, and it's 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 the proper way to do it. Yeah, yeah. it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Plague wielder all day. So yeah, so where can we find that? That is at plaguewielderoh.bandcamp.com. And I'm pretty sure I forgot with my previous band, that was werewolvesdeathmetal.bandcamp.com. So, you know what, Frank? It's funny you should bring up the sound of 90s black metal. Oh, It's very, very interesting. I What a perfect segue uh, into what I'm bringing in today. And I think I'm just going to let it speak for itself. So, Tom, why don't you just go ahead and roll that for me? So, Frank, I'm afraid I'm going to have to disagree with you. Um, You, you, you say you stated earlier that like the way Plague Wielder is doing it, like, oh, if you want to do the '90s black metal sound, this is how you do it. Um, I can't quite agree with that. I think if you're going to emulate the '90s black metal sound, this is the way that it should be done. Like this, to me, is the proper way in which you you invoke the spirit of early black metal like early second wave i should specify because some fucking nerd is going to get on my dick about it if you want to invoke the sound of like early second wave nor especially particularly norwegian black metal these dudes from brazil from sao paulo brazil called vazio these guys did it properly not to say Plague Wielder aren't good they're fun i'm going to have to go back and listen to that by the way i was going to say you're going to have to listen to the other tracks like, yeah, no, this, but this to me, this is like the actual, like pure distilled spirit of early second wave black metal personified with some really interesting little, like, I don't know, they have like these little ambient interludes between some of the tracks that are really kind of interesting and they kind of throw you off guard just a little bit, which I like. And I was telling, uh, I was telling you guys before the show, I really, really wish that I'd heard this earlier. I just heard it like two days ago. 
because this absolutely would have made my top 10 of 2020. I can think I can think of an album that I I can think I I think I would have booted Command off my list in favor of this album. I'm glad I, you know you saying that now they're crying. I hope you're happy. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. Well, actually, no, I'm really not. But uh, <laughs> sorry, man, I got to be I got to be unapologetic here. But yeah, man, um, I've listened to this album a couple times over the past day or so, and I, I can't get enough of it. There's someone in the Bandcamp comments here saying, like, this is like an updated version of Mayhem's Demisteris Dom Satanus, which I think is mostly accurate. I, I think this does do a great job of capturing that that kind of uh, DMDS uh, and also kind of the, the live in Leipzig recording that Mayhem did, too. Like this very this does a very, very, very good job of capturing that feel and spirit. And I'm begging everybody go over to Vazio. Oh, by the way, the track I'm not going to try to pronounce the track. I don't speak Portuguese. The album is called Eterno Aeon Obscuro. Um, but you can head over to Vazio, or if I butchered that too, I'm really sorry, guys. V a z i o dot bandcamp dot com. Go over and check this album out. It's like it's like oh god, how many tracks is it? It it's it's a fairly long album. But it's also it's also name your price. Please don't take it for free. Throw them some money. This is a really fucking good album. They deserve something for their work. And also, I really want the cover on a shirt. <laughs> tell me that. Tell me that cover isn't fucking sick though. It is. I dig it. I like blue. Yeah. Yeah. So again, like if you want if you want more of that that early second wave black metal feel, like done properly, these. This fucking group of dudes from Brazil I've never heard before do a pretty much spot-on job of it. Go over, pick this up. It's really fucking good. All right. Yeah, well, that's all I got. That's going to bring us to a segment, which some might say is the most important segment. Some might say is the segment that Phil isn't here for because he had to have another penis reduction. <laughs> it's still not small enough. It is beer time, boys. Oh, there we go. It will never, ever stop being beer time. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so anyone that liked uh, last week's Brutal Brews, your girls are probably going to like this one as well. So, uh, Tom, play that.
Uh, I feel I feel like I've inspired someone. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, now I can now I can sleep. <laughs> so for anyone who's a fucking nerd, um, that was the track "Purgatory" off of Iron Maiden's 1981 "Killers." Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna have to stop you for a second, Frank. Uh, let me ask you a question here. Who do you think that Iron Maiden were trying to appeal to throughout their entire fucking career? All right. I'm using the fucking term nerd as just a fuck. He's got to he's got to fucking listen. Being an actual nerd is cool, but if you're not a nerd, you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> oh god, I can't remember the last time I fucking laughed this hard. Um yeah, um oh man, killers. It's I mean, I realize it's a class. I will say this is a fucking classic album. I will never dispute it. I mean, I I I will admit, though, I do take umbrage, major umbrage with anyone who says something like, oh, man, the best Iron Maiden album, the best one they ever did. That was killers, bro. That is their best. album." I'm like, no, man, it, it, it's not. It's, it's really not. It's got it's got some bangers, but it ain't their fucking best. Every fucking track is goddamn great. And that's one of those things to say, like. <sighs> I know it's man. hard. Just, it's really hard to pick a best Iron Maiden album because like you've got a lot to go through and there's just, oh. there, there's obviously different like growth and stuff that had to happen throughout the years. Like, but it's still yeah. fucking Steve Harris writing and it's still fucking amazing. Like that dude just has always known how to throw together a song. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I do find it's like whenever people talk about black Sabbath, nobody, well, not nobody. Very few people seem to remember the fact, the the fact that that band was always Tony Iommi's band. Mm-hmm. He was he was Black Sabbath straight up, and it's pretty much the same thing with Iron Maiden. It's like it's it's Steve Harris's band, yeah. pretty much. And like even even with uh, Paul's vocals on this, which weren't were, were obviously not the best. Bruce is yeah, a, like, is a, is a it, way it, better vocalist. But, it's like you it's like you go back and you listen to to killers and it's like yeah Wrathchild and murder in the room org or fucking murders in the room org are fucking great but it's like you go and you find the live tracks with bruce doing vocals and you're yeah. like oh this is so much better oh yeah paul paul's vocals have not aged well but man i will say the songwriting on this album it, it, it's funny because it's like it's it's a little simpler it, like when you go back and you compare these albums it's like killers is a musically fairly simple album so in terms like, of like guitar work i would say yeah like tracks like this are pretty simple but you still have like uh i feel like there, there's a lot of like interesting like uh riffing and whatnot even like with murders in the room mark the way it starts off with that slow beginning the bass line know, leading up and then it blasts into it like you know let me let me elaborate on that i think just because i think it's not I think the reason that this album works as well as it does is not like the fact that the, the, some of the, a lot of the stuff here is simpler, doesn't hold it back. It's that it's presented and executed in such a way that it's new. Well, it it was at the time it was kind of new, fresh and interesting. It was more intense than what I think a lot of people had heard before. And so I guess, I guess what it comes down to is like the presentation and the execution are everything. Mm. And I, I feel like that was very much the case with killers. Uh, I mean, again, you, I, 
once you hear the fucking bass opening, the bass and drum opening to Wrathchild, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we're 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 about to we're about to fucking turn this bar into a war zone. It, it's happening. Like they're the the like the old people in the booth looking at us scared. They they might get a bottle thrown at them. Who knows? Now, we of course need a beer to go with this. What do you pair with an album like Killers? So at first, I instinctively wanted to go with something like a Pilsner, just because of it being like crisp and stuff like that, and it has a little bit of like brightness to it. And I was like, but the more okay. I was like thinking about it, I was like, it's, no, there's more to this. Like there is interesting songwriting on this. There's there's more depth to this than that. That's something you do more so for just like a straight like almost something that's more punky or something like that. Well, I mean, we most of us remember when I paired fucking Cold as Life with Mickey. Like, I think it was it was either Steel Reserve or Mickey's, which right. I still think is which I still think is the best pairing I've ever come up with. Correct. So I was like, I was like, it's a little I mean the opposite. I actually think I want to go into something more, in something the more the uh, the multi direction. Um, Maybe like a black IPA. No, I actually went with Samuel Smith's Oatmeal Stout. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. Now now I smell what you're stepping in. Now, it's nice because it's not one of those, like, it's not an imperial stout. It's not so, it's not, you know, molasses or anything like that. But Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't isn't the oatmeal stout, that's like below 4%, isn't it? I think it's five. Okay. Which, I mean, still, that that's not like, no. that, that's not like super strong, but it's also not like weak either. No, but the the flavor profile it gives you is just nice. Like it's sweet up front and it has like, kind of like a like dry finish. It's nice and like velvety, like in the mouth. Like it's just a oh, fucking yeah. good solid beer. I am. Fa- I am familiar with Samuel Smith's oatmeal stout. Mm. I've had, I've had quite a few bottles of that. Oh, it's goddamn glorious. See, these are the, these are the episodes I like when, uh, like in case anyone's been listening to this show for a long time, you will notice that I am silent throughout like 80% of the brutal bruise. And it's because the guys always bring shit in that I can't get in my part of the country. And it's, it, this is why I really appreciate episodes like this because not only am I familiar with the band, but I'm familiar with the beer too. Mm. But yes, I, I love that. I do love that oatmeal stout, man. Like, uh, God, I might go, f- Fuck, I might go pick up a bottle of that now. Shit. Yeah, you should. I might, bitch. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you're listening to this right now, why don't you grab yourself a bottle of Sam Sills, uh, Samuel Smith's Oatmeal Stout, throw in Iron Maiden's Killers, and have yourself a good time. Yeah, this is a, this is a beer that's available pretty much everywhere, as yeah. far as I know. Yeah. If I, dude, if I, if you can get this shit in Jersey and I can get this shit in bumfuck nowhere, Oregon, you should probably be able to get this shit wherever you are mm-hmm. in the U S I'm assuming. Oh boy. Good pair. Good, yeah. good talk. Good talk. Word. Well, we do have a couple, uh, post biddies to talk about. First up, we're going to talk about the band, the Failsafe. Um, this is going to be a little, this was a recommendation from a friend and a fan, PJ. He, uh, he's a, he is a fan of this band and has, uh, requested that we just play a little track from, uh, on the show. So Tom, why don't you, uh, go ahead. I'm on my knees, begging on my 
sins confessed You're bearing the crosses After holding my chest Will you Put me To rest You woke me up from dreaming I could live again It's hard to feel alive When you're left for dead I can't I will say that is not for me. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something nice. I'm gonna say something nice. I will admit, the drum production on this is dope. Yeah. Those, fucking, those, those <laughs> kicks and snares. Every single one of those kick and snare hits, like, lands like a gunshot. And I'm like, oh, that's good. It's just like. I don't know, man, this, this, this is bringing back those, um, not entirely pleasant memories of like early mid two thousands, like radio alt rock that, uh, take, taking me back to 2002, 2003, a little bit here, which, uh, not entirely sure how I feel about. Nah, that's okay. You know, um, it's not uncommon for us to play a little recommendation from here to there. And mm -hmm. maybe it's not necessarily... Uh, our collective cups of tea, but yeah, you know, there you go, PJ. Um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure we have at least pro we probably have a few listeners who are going to hear this and be like, yeah, okay. I can, I can, oh, I know that. a few of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, you know, again, all goody, <laughs> uh, he, but Sammy, not just one, but two times you're going to have to, uh, we're going to listen to some gate creeper up next. Uh, this was off of a, says <laughs> a release that just came out uh, a few days ago. An unexpected reality. We're going to listen to a bit of a track. Tom. I am very happy with that. And I am not. I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I I made my feelings about not not just this not just this release, but this band perfectly clear before the show. In, in case you didn't know, I'll say it again. I do not like Gate Creeper. I don't think their music is particularly interesting. 
people told me that this one was really different, which is why I listened to the entire thing. And I just, I walked away from it feeling exactly the same way as I have about everything else they've ever done. But this time I'm like, why is there, why is there like a mournful congregation B side at the end of this album? I'm sorry, Mikey. I know you love them, buddy. I just, I don't know. No, love is a strong words. That's very strong. I like them. They're I like, fine. Listen, I like Gate Creeper because to me it's just it's great like push pit music. Yeah, we saw them Yeah. Uh with Outer Heaven? No. I, uh was it were they at the Toxic Holocaust show? Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. I was gonna say I, I I do like Outer Heaven. In fact, I think I'm the one who brought them onto this show for yeah. the first time. Outer Outer Heaven are good fellas. They are. If if he's if he's listening, hey Zach, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> but uh, no, I just I know. I, I feel I feel like a actually I I don't really feel like a douche. I just I don't know, man. I've I've kept I've tried a couple times with Gate Creeper and every time I'm just like It didn't dingle your berries, that's okay. Yeah, I know. I'm just like I can throw on left hand path, which I do own a copy of. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I, I understand a lot of people are really excited about this and really love it and just I'm gonna I'm gonna sit by and smile while they enjoy it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Get on over to a uh, gatecreeper.internet to find your copy of Gatecreeper album. I forgot the link. So it, nice. that's yeah, the album is called An Unexpected Reality. Not, yeah, I got it's, yeah. <laughs> it's being put out by closed casket. Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be easy to find, guys. Yeah. Every everyone listening to this has access to the internet. <laughs> go, go go find it. Well, we got one more for you. We do. So, uh, Carl, a little while back, I brought in a, a band from Iceland called uh, called Hush. Well, it seems that they've uh, they've been working. They put themselves out an album. Ooh. So, Ooh. why don't we take a little listen to a bit of the song Cursed.
Nice. Yeah. It seems they definitely went more into the, the, like, the straight death metal realm this time. Whereas previously they were like, there was like death metal. There was more almost like black and noise elements to it. So okay. it seemed like they Well, just... I was going to say, I don't remember their last release. Um, How long ago? It was 2020, I believe. Was it? February 2020. Uh, the up. Void in Her Mind. Yeah. Well, I would have to go back and check. You know what? Frank, Frank. I'm sorry, that's not, have... that's not their most, that was not their, uh, that's when I brought them in. That was uh, the release that I brought in. Okay. Well, look, we're we're gonna have to be fair. Like, how long ago was February 2020, 2020? Almost a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Look, man, we we cover like hundreds and hundreds of bands on this show. Just it's like, like like me, man. I'm not gonna remember them all. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember this band. I was gonna say I was still getting some heavy blackened notes, but um, yeah, but I guess it, it could like be more the, pronounced. And uh, like the definitely the the noise elements are don't seem to be there as much anymore but still yeah, still tasty this, this seems to be leaning a little more towards like the i don't know like the somewhere between like the the brutal death like the brutal death and kind of like disso disso black and death and it's like when all the fucking kids are calling it i guess the <laughs> sort of dissonant black and death metal that's mm-hmm. been really popular which i'm i'm not sure how i feel about those aspects of it in really in just that i don't really think much of like the dissonant avant-garde black and black or death metal period i mean i like i like my riffs a little more straightforward and those were the aspects of this that i liked Mm. i kind of i kind of liked i was kind of digging it a little more when it just kind of it kind of shed the the more experimental elements and just went a little more straightforward. Maybe somebody's just going to call me a metal philistine. I mean, if you if you dare, but you know, no, maybe just, no, just a caveman. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the dissonance. It's probably the most in this. Uh, I, the almost like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're like a big you're like a big chaotic and like dissonant hardcore guy. So I mean, I, it makes sense to me that those that those elements would appeal to you. Yeah. No, I mean, I get what you get about, I can definitely stand some caveman riffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is funny. Cause like, I've, I've found myself actually growing like really fucking sick of the glut of like, yo, caveman riff, man, bro, <laughs> bro, dude. Just like, I more so mean like, uh, what was just, what banger did you just put on your top 10 last year? Undergang, fucking under slamming. Undergang are better than like, 100 percent of those <laughs> i agree with you dude aldrig alivet is so good it is so so fucking good anyway um yeah this uh this, this is all right this, this isn't bad i'm, I'm definitely going to be uh it seems like one of those ones i'm gonna have to like listen to a few times and i think it'll I've grow got, in me more like i've got a blackened project i've been holding out on you guys why are you holding out well uh I, I want to make sure now that I've said it a week ahead of time. When you bring it in next week, you guys will re- really listen to it. Frank, <laughs> Frank, do not do not question Mikey's methods, buddy. All right, it's all right. real. Oof. Well, oh, boys, not, he ain't he ain't gonna let you spoon, man. You better watch your. <laughs> well, if you want to get a hold of this, go to hushband.bandcamp.com. Speaking of holding out, God, I'm actually really stoked about the next uh, side stage because I got to bring in, I think is got to be really fucking interesting. Yeah. Speaking of, we're going to get back to our regularly scheduled bonus content. Maybe we'll even get some listeners to that content um, this yeah, year. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Like the holidays 
we we talk about it every year. The holidays fuck us up every single time. I mean, I spent I spent like probably a third of the month in December just gone. So it's a real weird year. Um, Fox, but we're getting back to it. Yeah, we're 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 gonna get back into the swing of things, guys. Don't don't sweat it. And hey, like I said, we need listeners for that bonus content. Um, there is an archive of it. So if you're still here with us, why don't you get on over to patreon.com slash from the pit and uh, just give it a, give it a little scope it out. Yeah, you can even hear me scream about a bunch of old bands that nobody else cares about. I forget it's what great. number episode it was that we actually did a bonus episode as the main episode to give mm-hmm. everybody a little idea. So you can even go back on the regular episodes just to kind of get a feel for what yeah. you're paying for. Yeah, maybe we can do that again soon. Hey, I feel I feel like that was a decent idea. All right, idea. I, all right. I've, I've, I feel like we're I feel like we're just meandering now. A little. So, uh, <laughs> kind of like uh, kind of like in our nineties, just kind of drunk on the front lawn. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro I, front door. bro, I wish I were in my fucking PJs sitting on my front lawn, just sweating THC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. but I don't, I don't, I don't smoke though. I got plenty I would, for you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'd be like sweating. I'd be like sweating bourbon, but you know. Yeah, I'm talking about THC sweat feds. <laughs> All right, come get my sweat. I believe, I believe we are, we are done here. Good night, bunglers. 